0: with the game winner for the Blues last night in Vegas as the Blues knock off the Stanley Cup champs in overtime by a score of 2-1 to one with Brooke Grimsley and Kerry Davis. I'm Randy Carricker, and we go to the celebrity line now and our friend, the TV voice of the Blues, John Kelly, kind enough to join us and get up early after uh, making his way home. J.K., good morning. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you, Randy? Everything is outstanding and what an outstanding performance by the Blues last night from start to finish.
1: Yeah, it was it was a really good hockey game and, and both goaltenders were you know, really solid, you know, especially the first two periods. I think after two periods, Randy, the odd man rushes were 5-5. So both teams had a ton of chances. Um, In particular, Bennington really had his poke check working really well and made a couple of breakaway saves. His best save was on his former teammate Ivan Barbashev on that, you know, one-timer from just outside the goal crease area with his right pad. So it was a really well-played game. I thought the Blues settled down. In the third period, even though they gave up the game tying goal on the power play, um, I thought they played a, a better, you know, defensive period in the third, um, and obviously got the win in overtime. But it, you know, to beat the Cup champions like that in Vegas, um, really good. And obviously, you come home with a one and one road trip.
0: Yeah, a huge performance as you mentioned there, and also a huge performance by Jordan Bennington. That do you think was Jordan Bennington's best performance since when?
1: Uh, Well, he had a shutout this year, right? I'm trying to look back and remember when it was off the top of my head, but you know, I think it was it was one of his top three performances, no no question. Maybe top two. Um, You know, even last his last game prior to that against Buffalo, he he faced 46 shots and gave up four goals. One of them was late, and the Blues won six four. He was great in that game, and um, he's now won three of his last four starts. So. I think overall he had maybe one stretch for, you know, I don't know, a week or so, um, a couple of weeks ago where he wasn't quite as sharp. But for the most part, he has been razor sharp all season long and has had a really good year. JK, can you talk to us about the, the maturation of some of these younger players? You saw Alexandrov getting time, Torpchenko got a goal standing in front of the net, Jake Neighbors, we've seen what he's been doing. How, how well have these younger, younger players been playing this season? Well, they've done a good job. And, you know, Torp figured out with five goals. So, um, you know, that's impressive. And, you know, at times he doesn't get a ton of ice. Time doesn't see the power play, stuff like that. And I thought Alexandrov played his best game of the season last year. He hasn't played a lot and, you know, has sat for long stretches. I think at one point didn't play for 12 games. Um, it, that's hard on any player. I don't care if you're a rookie or a 10-year veteran not to play. So the one thing about Alexandrov that I really – Uh, like to watch is, is how smart of a player he is. Um, You know, center Iceman, he, he, he reads the play really well. um, Is pretty good defensively. And, you know, we haven't seen much offense from him yet, um, but, but that could come, who knows? Um, You know, sometimes it takes younger players, you know, a couple of years to emerge and to develop that. So um, I think it's great and you've got to develop your young players because, you know, it's a four line game now. And, you know, the veterans need some help, and, and these young guys have done a good job. And obviously neighbors with seven goals in his last nine games, his numbers speak for themselves. So it's, it's good to see.
0: John, for the last three years, ever since Alex Petrangelo left, we as a, as a Blues fan base have kind of asked Colton Pareko to do things that just aren't in his DNA. I, I thought last night was the perfect example of what Colton Pareko can be. I, that, that, to me, is... That, that's top-shelf Colton Pareko right there. I thought he played really well. He gave the Blues almost 26 minutes. What were your thoughts about him last night?
1: Yeah, he played a great game. He really did. He was he was dangerous in the offensive zone. You know, got the assist on the first goal. Uh, had a ton of chances. You know, killed plays in his own zone. He's skating so well. You know, I, I really think without question, he's playing as well as he ever has. And, and that includes the run in 19 when he was with Bowmeester. Playing against the top pairing every single night, um, you know people. You know they look at Petrangelo, and you know he's he's a great player, and, and was a great player with the Blues. But the facts are, in nineteen playoffs, it was Perreault and Bomeister who most nights got the tough assignment of of the best line going that night for the opposition. So he's a top defenseman, and, and had some injury problems, and I think last year he lost some confidence. Uh, but for whatever reason. He he's found his game, and there aren't many right shooting defensemen that are six, you know, six six like him that can do what he can do. And he has been a he's been a determined, really top fight player for the Blues this year.
0: Obviously, the season has just been up and down, up and down for the Blues. Why is it though that they are twelve and zero when they score first, and how can they just continue to build off of that?
1: Yeah, I just think it's it's a quirk. Uh, Brooke, it's it's one of those things that you really can't explain it. Um, I know last year when the Blues fell behind and they would tend to give up goals in bunches. And for the most part, they've cut that down. I know that, you know, they gave up three goals the other night in Arizona in the first period. But the Blues have been a more resilient team. Um, but having said that, it's a strange year in that only one game this season has there been a lead change in a game. And that was that uh, Wednesday game in Arizona when the Blues won 6-5. I mean, one game all year, we're past the quarter poll, where there's been a lead change. I don't know. I, I just think it's a statistical oddity, and there's not a whole lot to it, that the fact that the Blues have not lost when scoring first and have not lost when leading after two periods. Um, that's great to see that, you know, they've, they've checked well and, and held leads. But as far as scoring the first goal, um, and not losing, that's that's sort of something that I just can't explain. I really can't. J.K., can you talk to us about Jordan Kyrou? He he has only four goals this season. Uh, at this time last year, you think he had around 10. He hasn't been as glaring as we've talked about in the past defensively, so that's better, but, but just not scoring the goals. Is there a little bit of frustration setting in for him? Well, I, I think that – I don't. You'd have to ask Jordan that. Obviously, you know, if, if he's frustrated, obviously he wants to score goals. He had went 37 goals last year. Um, I thought he played a really good game last night. He had a ton of chances and was skating really well and and you know did a lot of good things. Um, I, I think the biggest thing for Jordan when you know he's not scoring is the fact that he passes up shots. And he he's always been. If you look at his numbers in, in junior hockey. He's always been an assist guy first, more than a goal scorer, and that's just the way he is. Um, if he's on a on a three on two, and he admitted to me that he'd, he'd rather make a nice assist than score a goal, um, he, he looks past first, um, but he, he does shoot the puck at times, and he's got a great shot. I'd like to see him shoot more and be more selfish, but I, I do think that last night he played a strong game, and you know, I think overall. For the most part, he he's worked really hard and is better defensively. He still has turnovers and things like that, but all players do. I mean, there aren't many perfect hockey players, right? We know that. So, um, but I, I think the biggest thing is he, when he when he's not scoring, he's, he's got to continue to shoot because he's got a great shot. So you know, don't fall into the trap of because you're not scoring, try to overpass. And that's the thing with me is that even though he's a great passer. He, he tends to overpass at times, and I he, I think he should be a bit more selfish shooting the puck.
0: John Kelly, thanks so much for getting up with us this morning. I, I know it was a short night. We really appreciate it. And uh, let's get him against Vegas tomorrow night here at home.
1: Yeah, should be another great game. That was a heck of a game last night, and we'll see if the Blues can do it again.
0: All right, J.K., take care. Have a great day. Okay. Thank you. Uh, The Blues win last night over Vegas. They play Vegas again tomorrow. And then they've got a stretch where they play the Blue Jackets and the Blackhawks coming up. uh, The the Blues are going to be playing three of the bottom five teams in the league in their next five games.